Cade Mila Falta. Welcome to the Letter from Ireland show, where we travel in the footsteps of your Irish ancestors, visiting their homelands and telling their stories as they put down roots in so many places around the world. Hello, it's Mike here, Mike Collins, and you're very welcome to episode 8 of Irish Shelter Radio. And we're doing something a little bit different today. You see, Karina has let me off the leash somewhat. She's not here. And I decided that I'm going to play an entire episode revolving around music that I like. Now, we've called the actual episode An Irish Musical Education. And I don't mean to be as bold as to suggest that I'm going to educate you on Irish music. But instead, what I'd like to do is just maybe take you on a journey through my own education and I guess kind of growing awareness of the Irish music around me, starting in my, uh, I was going to say my infancy, but certainly starting around the age of five or six and working on up to the present day. So what we're going to do, lads, is we're going to choose about 10 tracks. And with those 10 tracks, uh, we'll play two back to back and uh, each two. So we have groups of uh, five groups of two. And as we go through them, we'll just do a bit of a commentary. So we'll take it nice and casual. Uh, You'll relax, uh, enjoy the music, I hope, and we'll get stuck in straight away. Now, when I think back to my early exposure of Irish music, it's probably very, very similar to yourself. It's either because there was uh, whistling or singing going on around the house. Uh, In my case, it was whistling because neither of my parents could sing a note. Uh, And indeed, of course, there was a record player stuck in the corner. And every now and again, you got a chance to dive into some of these records and play them for yourself. Now, my own parents, they're typical Irish immigrants who met in the 1950s, the early 1950s, in the dance halls of London. So my mother from the uh, County Galway, east of County Galway, and my father from the west of County Cork. No relation for a change, didn't even know each other back in Ireland, but they met and I suppose back along then, you must picture that London, for example, was coming out of rationing. It was after the Second World War. There's a huge amount of rebuilding going on. So you had all these Irish um, coming from Ireland and taking part in that building, including my own father. And when he met my mother at the dance halls, there there used to be Irish uh, bands coming over from Ireland. And they used to do the rounds in places like Cricklewood and so on. And they'd be playing songs that typically had a waltz beat, for example, or a dance beat. But for the most part, they were reminders of the counties in Ireland that the emigrants had left. And hopefully it would return to someday. So we have people like Bridie Gallagher and Larry Cunningham uh, and lots, lots and lots more people like that. But when I dig out just a couple of the records I remember listening to, we're going to start off with one, which actually was a reminder of a fair county in Ireland, and it's by a lady called Bridie Gallagher, and it's the county of Armagh. And then we're going to go down south, and we're going to look at the Clancy brothers, who were actually doing the same thing, I suppose, in the 60s over in America, in that they were resurrecting the actual uh, Irish folk songs, and we're going to have a listen to the Bowl Tidy Quill. But let's start off with Bridie Gallagher. Let's picture ourselves in the dance halls of Cricklewood, and we have the county of Armagh. There's one fair county in Ireland With memories so glorious and grand Where nature has lavished its bounty It's the orchard of Erin's Greenland I love its cathedral and city Once founded by Patrick so true And it bears in the heart of God's bosom The ashes of Brian Boru It's my own Irish home In the county of our 
traveled that part of the county through Newtown for Hillcross McGlen, around by the gap of Mount Norris, and home by Blackwater again, where the girls are so gay and so hearty, none fairer in Erin go bra. Like the boys from the county Armagh It's my own Irish home Far across the foam Although I've often left it In foreign lands to roam No matter of two hollow ranches for court and a word of advice I will give unto ye. Proceed to Bantir to the athletic sport and hand in your names to the club committee and never commence any sketch on your program till the carriage you see flying over the hill. Ride on through the valleys and lands of Kilcorny With our own darling sportsman, the bold Teddy Quill For rambling, for roving, for football or courting Or drinking black porter as fast as you'll fill In all your days roving, you'll find none so jovial As a muskery sportsman, the bold Teddy Quill at the great hurl and match between Cork and Tipperary was played in the park on the banks of the Lee Our own darling lads were afraid of being beaten So they sent for Balthady to ball and agree He hurled that ball right and left in their faces And showed the Tipperary men action and skill if he touched on his lines, he would certainly brain them, and the papers were full of the praise of Ted Quill. For rambling, for roving, for football or courting, or drinking black porter as fast as you'll fill. In all your days roving, you'll find them so jovial as a muskery sportsman, the bold Teddy Quill. At the Cork exhibition there was a fair lady Whose fortune exceeded a million or more But a bad constitution had ruined her completely And medical treatment had failed o'er and o'er Our mother says she sure I know what will ease me And cure this disease which will certainly kill Give over your doctors and medical treatment I'd rather one squeeze out of both Eddie Quill For rambling, for roving, for football or courting Or drinking black porter as fast as you'd fill In all your days roving you'll find none so jovial As a muscular sportsman, the old Eddie Quill So what did you think of that? So there we had the Clancy Brothers uh, and the Bowl Tady Quill and just before that the County of Armagh. And by the way, that Bowl Tady Quill, he's actually a real person and he's buried just up the road from us here in McCroom Graveyard. And just another comment because I know there's a bit of chat in the green room about it uh, around Irish men's names. And Tady, T-H-A-D-Y, is more or less a, a version of Thadius, T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S, which of course is a name in itself but was often taken as being a Latin version uh, for Timothy in Ireland. And Timothy was often a version of Tig, the much older Irish man's name. So you could often see somebody actually, I suppose, in some ways kind of uh, migrating their name from Timothy to Tig to Tady to Tadius and so on, all in the space of a few years. So that's the Bowl Tady Quill. Now, that was so when I used to rifle through my parents' uh, records and just get a glimpse at the life that they were living back in the 50s in London. But then something happened. And you could say that Irish folk music started to be interpreted by a number of different people. 
So I won't say much more, but let's start off with something that really exploded onto the scene and certainly caught my eye when this band appeared on Top of the Pops, an English pop or popular music uh, for us youngsters back in the early 70s. Storm is next and he had too many pairs So I'm sad to see the craving 
have the paper that I'm late And he took the rod for God knows in the morning We walked into the station in the rain We kissed him as we put him on the train And we sang him a song that time's long gone Now we knew that we'd be seeing him again But sad to say I must be on my way So buy me beer and whiskey cause I'm gone far away I'd like to think I'll be returning when I can To the greatest ugly boozer and to Sally McLennan The years went by and times were changed I grew to be a man I learned to love the virtues of Sid Sally McLennan I took the chairs and drank the beers and crawled back home and done I ended up a barman in the morning I tried the pump and took the hump and wore the whiskey down I took the booze and horses to the men and drank the brown I heard the sight of Jimmy's making money far away Some people left for heaven without warning We walked into the station in the rain We kissed him as we put him on the train And we sang them a song of times long gone Though we knew that we'd be seeing them again I sad to say I must be on me way So buy me beer and whiskey cause I'm going far away I'd like to think I'll be returning when I can To the greatest little boozer and to Sally McLennan When Jimmy came back home he was surprised that they were gone He asked me all the details of the train that they went on But Jimmy drank until he choked Took the road for heaven in the morning We walked into the station in the rain And we kissed him as we put him on the train And we sang him a song A time's long gone Though we knew that we'd be seeing him again But it's sad to say I must be on my way So buy me beer and whiskey Cause I'm going far away I'd like to think I'll be returning when I can To the greatest little boozer and to Sally McLennan Well now, hopefully that didn't wake you up too much. Uh, we started off with uh, Tin Lizzy, and you could say the actual first rock interpretation of an old Irish ballad that I was so proud to hear at the time. And we whiskey in the jar, and they'd sing about the Cork and Kerry Mountains again, just up the road from us here on the County Bounds, which was quite amazing to actually see on top of the pops, where you had these three very cool guys actually uh, making Irish folk music so electric and so relevant and so modern at the time. And I'm pleased to say I actually saw Tin Lizzy, I would say, about three or four times in the meantime, and they were some powerful band. And just after that, of course, we actually had the Pogues. And Pogues are a very interesting band because they came out of North London and they were very proud to be the children of Irish immigrants, speaking with North London accents, Cockney accents and so on. And they took the old Irish ballads, they power, I suppose, powerhoused them themselves. But of course, they added to the canon with um, Shane McGowan himself writing some many fine songs, including that particular one, Sandy, Sandy, Sandy McLennan. And I guess for me anyway, that was very much kind of a sit up and take notice time alongside all the other things that were going on in Irish music, realizing that it's not something that just belonged to the past, but was actually dragged into the present and has actually made a very, very much part of popular music and popular culture for us here in Ireland. One of the other individuals at the time, whom, again, we had the pleasure of seeing many, many times. Uh, at first, he started off as uh, a balladeer, interpreting old Irish ballads and traveling around Scotland and England and Ireland. Uh, after that, he joined a, a group called Planksty, which he started up with. Uh, he was a singer and guitarist alongside uh, 300 other individuals. And they were probably the first kind of hippie uh, reinterpreters of I guess, kind of more established, musically innovative Irish tunes that we all would have come across. But out of Planksty, uh, Christy Moore himself evolved into becoming one of Ireland's great storytellers. And it's just a sight to behold there, to sit in the audience when, at a Christy concert, and he might have maybe 3,000 people there. And the man is sitting there, and for every song, there's at least three minutes of patter just beforehand as he tells you a background story. It's just himself and the guitar, and maybe another guitar if uh, Decky Sinnott is there accompanying him. And there's something about his voice that just travels so far, silences the audience, and just drags them into his story. So here we see, here we have Christy coming up with a song that I particularly like, 
and it's called All I Remember. And just after that, we have another gentleman. And let's see if you recognize what we slip into. And we'll chat about that when we finish. So Christy Moore and All I Remember is Dreading September and School. Well, I was lured by the rockin' horse sweets and the bula bus fifty wild boys to a row. Sing love, love, Ella, the dish ran away with the spoon. Black shoes and stockings for those who say don't, blue is the colour outside. God made the world, the snake tempted Eve and she died. Wild Christian brothers sharpening their leathers, learn it by heart, that's the rule. All I remember is dreading September and school. Oh, and they made me for better or worse, the fool that I am or the wise man I'll be, and they gave me their blessing, their curse. It wasn't their fault, I was me, not the one that you see. The priest in confession condemns my obsession with thoughts that I do not invite. I mumble and stutter, he slams down the shutter. Good night, good night, you too, father. Stainless as steel, you know how I feel. Someone shoot me while my soul is clear. I don't think I last, but my vow to abstain was sincere. Arch confraternity men to the fight. Raise up your banners and high. Searching for grace, securing me place when I die. Oh, and the maiden. Better or worse, the fool that I am or the wise man I'll be And they gave me the blessings or curse It wasn't their fault, I was me Not the one that you see Oh God, he kept a very close eye on me He hung round me bed in the darkness, he spied on me Cut me in the long grass, so often he died on me Ballrooms of romance and salt hill and mallow I stood like John Wayne by the wall Lined up like cattle, we wait to do battle and fall Ah, you can't whine and dine her in an old Morris minor Ask her before it's too late I danced on girls' toes, accepted rejection as my fate The rink was my saviour, it made me much braver But I couldn't hold it too well I slipped in the coach, it ruined me a poach when I fell Oh, and they made me for better or worse, the fool that I am or the wise man I'll be And they gave me their blessings or curse It wasn't their fault, it was me Not the one that you see Oh God, he kept a very close eye on me Oh God, he kept a very close eye on me Oh God, he kept a very close eye on me Oh God, he kept a very close eye on me Oh God, he kept a very close eye on me from Dan Patrick stopping off at St. John's Point I all day bird watching and the crack is good stopped off at Strangford Lock early in the morning drove through Shigley taking pictures and on to Kelly stopping for Sunday papers at the Lacal district just before Coney Island Over the hill to our glass in the jam jar. Autumn sunshine, magnificent and all shining through. Stop off at our glass for a couple of jars of mussels and some potted herrings in case we get famished before dinner. On and on over the hill, and the crack is good. Heading towards Coney Island. Look at the side of your face. As the sunlight comes streaming through the window in the autumn sunshine. And all in all the time we're going to Coney Island, I'm thinking. We 
wouldn't it be great if it was like this all the time? Could you not listen to that man's voice and music forever? So we had Van Morrison there with Coney Island. And of course, we're all probably familiar with the idea of Coney Island just outside New York City. But Ireland is actually littered with Coney Islands because uh, Quinine basically is the Irish for a rabbit. And uh, you have Yolan and Quinine, so you actually have Coney, as in an anglicization of uh, Quinine, Coney Islands or rabbit infested islands uh, all over the actual, I suppose, all over Ireland. So that particular one, though, is in the south of County Down. And Van very effectively takes us on a trip there around County Down. So, uh, you know, one thing about County Down, it's the home of our own Jay McGarvey, our Green Room genealogist, of course. And we had the great pleasure of visiting there a number of times. And in fact, just what every place that, um, excuse me, that Van mentions in that particular tune in that song, we've actually been to, including Killalay, which is actually uh, a place that we actually, if we focused on for our County Down Irish Homelands feature, which I'll link to below as well. Now, so that was Van Morrison, and Van was a man, pardon the rhyme, whom actually wore his Irishness on his sleeve, uh, getting together, for example, bands like the Chieftains uh, from time to time, or just kind of bringing out his uh, natural Celticness, if you like, through his particular music, uh, making no uh, apologies for it. But another band that I guess forever represented the real traditional hardcore Irish musical um, centre were the Chieftains, who had been around since the uh, 1960s. Now, the Chieftains, you could say, my view of them and my contemporaries back in the 60s would have been a bit fusty, if you like. And, you know, I, I suppose a bit like if you're into pop groups, but you're forced to go in and listen to an orchestra, that sort of thing. They're, they're actually very arranged, very composed and so on. But then something happened in the late 70s into the 80s where the Chieftains start to remind us of the crossovers between their music, our own Irish traditional music, and so many, so many other Irish music, so many other musical genres around the world, including, of course, uh, places like uh, bluegrass music uh, in uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, and so on. And one of my favourite things was to be reminded just how far Irish music could travel, uh, taking some of the albums of the Chieftains, such as Another Country, when they actually visited uh, Tennessee once in Nashville and recorded the album Another Country, and I think you'll enjoy this particular one. It's their interpretation alongside Ricky Skaggs of Cotton Eye Joe. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye
there of course was Cotton Eye Joe we had Ricky Skaggs and the Chieftains just showing what could be done with uh, an Irish traditional band that you ramped up and uh, got together having a bit of crack and recorded them while they were doing it absolutely fabulous and we move straight in there today Dannon and Maura O'Connell the lovely voice of Maura O'Connell and Molly Deer and of course that represents the songs of the diaspora because you had so many songs being written from the late 1800s onwards at the very, very, I suppose, latest um, about kind of, I, I suppose, that distinctly became Irish Australian, Irish American, Irish English type songs. So they referred back to Ireland, but in some ways almost like to an Ireland that no longer existed, but was very much in the minds of the people who had already emigrated, maybe the second or the third generation. But absolutely beautiful then to see such songs taken and reinterpreted by bands such as Day Dannon and brought back in. So I really enjoy that uh, particular tune there from Day Dannon. And again, I suppose from my own education point of view, is that crossover that was there again. And it's once Irish folk music and once Irish traditional music and dance music started to cross over into other genres and maybe be appreciated from outside Ireland and other people, that we all really started to sit up and take notice and really started to enjoy the music even more. I guess for our last two tunes, for today anyway, uh, and this journey through an Irish musical education, it would be remiss of me not to mention the Green Room. So hello to everybody there in the Green Room as you listen today. I do hope you're enjoying this particular uh, episode as much as I have enjoyed putting it together and chatting about uh, my own journey through these particular songs but one thing i would say that again um helped me understand the music that surrounds me even more was when we started to talk and chat to people in the green room down through the years and start to hear their stories to hear what they liked to hear what they were into to hear about the places they actually traveled to in ireland um for those who'd never been to ireland to hear about the sorts of things they appreciated and they kept on their Irish walls and what they did on Patrick's Day every year and so on. And once we actually started to travel around the place uh, here in Ireland on behalf of the Green Room and do the Homelands features, for example, we started to really dip in to the nuts and bolts and the concrete behind a lot of the folk songs and behind a lot of the, tra- the traditional music that we actually hear. So we'd like to, I'd like to actually finish with two songs which bring together that kind of growing awareness of just how big an Irish world we live in. And the first one is actually a song called Grace, sung here by Jim McCann. And Grace in question is a lady called Grace Gifford. 
and Grace Gifford married Joseph Plunkett just a few hours before his execution um, in Kilmainham Jail as part of his, uh, because he was part of the actual 1916 Rising. And we had the privilege of actually going to the cell inside Kilmainham, and it's a fabulous tour if you ever get there. And, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those places that doesn't leave your mind. So having been in the place and having learnt the history and being immersed in the history and hearing this particular tune and the words really do help bring everything together. And in some ways that would never have happened if Karina and myself had never got involved and started up the green room and started to connect with you lovely people. And the tune just after that then, it's actually a tune by our Scottish gentleman. Um, our last tune, it's appropriately called A Fond Kiss, Before We Sever. So we have Robbie Burns's tune, but the reason I brought this in here is again because of my own growing awareness um, to realise just how close the Celtic nations were. And for example, to realise that in the US alone, for example, not to mention the rest of the world, but in the US alone, I would say roughly about 20 to 30% of all our readers are of Scotch-Irish ancestry, as they say, but actually identify as being Irish. So in this particular tune, uh, we have Karen Matheson, and uh, who's from Scotland and also uh, sings in Scots Gaelic. Um, and we actually have our own Paul Brady from the county Tyrone singing together very, very beautifully an Aethon Kiss. So we're going to start off with Grace and then move on to Aethon Kiss. As we gather in the chapel here In old Kilmainham jail I think about these past few weeks Or will they say we failed From our school days They have told us we must yearn for liberty Yet all I want in this dark place Is to have you here with me Oh Grace, just hold me in your arms And let this moment linger They'll take me out at dawn And I will die With all my love, I'll place this wedding ring upon your finger There won't be time to share our love For we must say goodbye Now I know it's hard for you, my love To ever understand Love I bear for these brave men My love for this dear land But when Parik called me to his side Down in the GPO I had to leave my own sick bed To him I had to go Just hold me in your arms And let this moment linger Take me out at dawn And I will die With all my love I'll place this wedding ring Upon your finger There won't be time to share our love For we must say goodbye Now as the dawn is breaking My heart is breaking too On this May morn as I walk out My thoughts will be of you 
And I write some words upon the wall So everyone will know I loved so much that I could see His blood upon the rose Oh, Grace just told me in your arms And let this moment linger Take me out to dawn and I will die With all my love I'll place this wedding ring upon your finger There won't be time to share our love For we must say goodbye Oh, there won't be time to share our love So we must say goodbye Enjoyment, love and 
did you enjoy that? I must say, listening to both of those songs, they're just, if I had a, an actual record player, I'd have worn out the record at this point in time. And uh, I guess in some ways I have become my parents. And, um, you know, they're the songs that bring for me to the present, a place and a time. And uh, a lot of kind of fairly raw emotions at this point in time. And, you know, I'm sure that come the day when our, my own kids are rifling through whatever version my record collection is, they'll find all of those in there. Or maybe even this particular broadcast and they'll get some appreciation as they develop their own sense of what they like about the music around them. So I hope you enjoyed uh, today's what I called an Irish musical education. And again, we could have chosen a very different 10 songs as opposed to those 10. But I think they represent for me a growing awareness and appreciation of what was always all around myself, for example, but over time just had come to assume more and more meaning as you just looked at it through different lenses and from different angles and started to appreciate the appreciation of others and how much they actually held the Irish music, Irish culture, our shared Irish heritage in such high esteem. So how about yourself? How about you go to the comment section and share what some of your favourite Irish tunes and Irish uh, music is. And I'd be especially interested in those that actually have a special significance for you. So maybe it's because it's something you always heard your grandfather whistle or your mother hum. Or maybe it's something that you actually saw one day just being reinterpreted so beautifully in some concert that you attended. Or maybe you just heard it on the radio the other day. But do feel free to share below your own favourite Irish tunes and Irish music and um, share share with us your own Irish musical education I hope you enjoyed that today and I'm sure we'll have Karina back tomorrow but just for now this is Mike signing off Slonga Fall If you've enjoyed today's Letter from Ireland show we'd like to invite you to check out our special membership area The Green Room you hear us mention it a lot during the show and you can find full details of The Green Room at a letter from Ireland.com forward slash green room. Our green room is the essential resource for anybody at any stage in researching their Irish heritage because it's where we delve into all the good stuff to help you break down those brick walls and really connect the pieces in your Irish ancestry puzzle. In the green room, you get access to online genealogists' extensive research tools, quick win training, as well as member-only access to johngrenham.com and a very supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback and advice. The green room is the perfect place to be for anybody starting or continuing their Irish ancestry search. So why don't you come and join us there at a letterfromireland.com forward slash green room. That's it for me, but I'll be back next time with another installment of the Letter from Ireland show. And I really look forward to chatting to you then. Slán Gafol, Karina. Karina.